He's our man with all the New Zealand racing news. Mick Gearan joins RSN's Racing Pulse. Always great to catch up with Mick Gearan, who's had plenty of horses in his life. I wonder, if has he ever had a jellyfish that's curtailed one of them from uh, heading to the races? How are you, Mick? Mate, I'm well. That, that's a first. Um, I haven't heard that one before. Um, I've heard a worse story. I, I, I shouldn't laugh, but it, it, it's funny 15 years later. I had a yearling once, which we bought at the sales, and the trainer rang me about five days later and said it's hung itself. I said, well, I, don't, I was just stunned. I said, what do you mean it's hung itself? I said, was it upset about something? He said, no, what's happened is it's gone to the fence and put its head through the fence to lean through the wire fence to get oh. to grass, which was further away, and it somehow twisted its neck and hung itself in the oh, fence. Dear, no, I, just, I, I, I didn't believe it. I, I, thought, I thought he was had black humour. He was making a joke, but I was like, oh my god, one of those things which, when you hear it, you go, what? It's like when you hear about people drowning in puddles. I was like, what? Yes, yeah, so a long story short, and uh, not that it matters, Michael, but it wasn't insured. So there you go. Oh, so that was um, that was one of those very weird moments, which may well possibly trunk the stingray. But of course, our horse was only starting his little career. Yes, um, fair to say, I've had some luck since, and some bad luck since. And anybody who has horses knows that those things, as weird as they are, everybody's got a weird story about the day their horse did something it couldn't possibly have done. Well, um, from the ridiculous, we'll now talk about the sublime, and that is the start of the Inner Dominion uh, this weekend. And, um, gee, we've got a, a short price favourite in the uh, Trotters, and we've got a very short price favourite in the Pacers as well. But as we know, Inter Dominion series can throw up anything, Mick. Are you reading this series as being one that it should play out as expected, or could there be a few surprises and twists and turns? I don't see a lot of them, Michael. It's a pretty flat highway. Um, it doesn't have great depth, the Inter-Dominion. And the Inter-Dominion, as wonderful as the tradition is, has a problem. It, uh, the money's not enough. It, like, it used to be the richest and the biggest race, and, and money's not the be-all end. We know that from the Melbourne Cup Everest conversation. But it's only worth half or less of than about seven or other eight races around Australasia. It's 500,000 for the pacing final, I still think, and 250 for the trotters. So you're not getting any of the New Zealand horses. You're not getting a lot of the good Victorian horses aren't going. Um, I hope it gets back to a million dollars one day. That seems to be the figure of relevance for racings these days. If you get below a million, people don't seem to pay a lot of attention, not as a feature race. But... I think both series, the Pacers and the Trotters, have two main winning chances. Everything else is behind them. And in the Pacers series, that's the local hero leap to fame. And bizarrely, his half-brother, Swayze, who won the Inter-Dominion. So these two horses who have met very few times in their careers are actually half-brothers. And Swayze, incredibly hard to beat when he's in front. And leap to fame just great under all circumstances. So they'll split them, I would suggest, throughout the heats. And that's why the heats which start at Albion Park in Brisbane tomorrow night, Friday, uh, will have a lot of dollar ten favourites because these horses are way better than the rest and the local Queensland horses can't keep up. And then you have the Victorians like Better Eclipse and Rock and Roll Do who are really, really good horses. 
but whether they can come from behind a Swayze and leap to fame in the final and beat them is doubtful. So, Michael, we could potentially have three horses who go into the final having won all three heats. Because the heats are Friday, Tuesday, and Saturday, because there's four rounds of heats for the paces. So it drops away very quickly. So you could have three horses who go, which isn't a bad thing, but it's going to mean a lot of the heats, Michael, are dollar ten, dollar fifteen yeah. chances, which people don't get that excited about. So and if, if you wanted to make a dollar, would you would you say to someone, take the dollar eighty yeah. now or three fifty Swayze? So much depends on the draw, Michael. You're just betting on numbers. You're betting on yep. flip of coins. Because whenever one draws the front line, if the other one draws the second line, starts at dollar fifty. And it's the same with the trotters. Just believes the best trotter. Queen of Light is just as clearly the second best trotter. And they'll go around in separate heats most of the way through and they'll bolt in and it'll be largely irrelevant. And again, I'm not poop in the fact they're wonderful horses. But you know, there's only so much you can do with dollar ten chances. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, whoever draws the better of those two in the final will probably go around a hot favourite there. So the lack of depth um, is no one's fault. We just need more money for the Inter Dominion to stay as relevant. And some people don't want to go to Queensland for four races because there's three owns of heats in the final. So I think there's going to be a lot of horses going around in circles and winning and high per play. And then the barrier draw is going to actually possibly be grand final day because it may or may not but if one of these two hot favorites like you put Swayze in barrier two for the final and leap to fame in barrier 10 Swayze goes around odds on reverse that same situation same for Queen Elida and same for Just Believe yeah all right well we'll wait to see how that series plays out um you got any horses that we should be following over the summer or all this weekend it's sort of a lull this weekend. We're pretty much New Zealand's busy time with summer when it's your guys' off-season for the carnivals. So this weekend's just okay. It doesn't get too carried away, and then it just takes off. It's group one racing every week, basically, in New Zealand for, for more or less 12 weeks. Um, horses like Aegon come back and compete in races like the Captain Foot Classic. So this weekend's not as big and as sexy. There's a horse which a lot of Australian listeners will know racing this weekend at Waikato. It's called Waitak. Went to the Queensland Carnival, competed in the Queensland Derby, and it just didn't get on the right leg at Eagle Farm. It was just a stuff up. Nothing went right, Michael. He'll come back, and I reckon he'll win race six at uh, at Waikato at Tarapa on Saturday. And um, there's a trotter rating tonight who was also coming back from Australia, raced at the Victorian Trotting Derby, and it didn't have the right sort of run there. They went too hard. It's called Love Me Too. It's in race nine at Alexandra Park tonight. If you back both Love Me Too, race nine, Alexandra Park tonight, and Waitak, race six at Tarapa this week, if you put your $10 on both, you'll have more money on Saturday afternoon than you've got now. So that was Love Me Too, was it, Alexandra Park? Yep. Yeah, it's $3 yesterday. I, I had a decent bet on it, but it's still two forty, two fifty floating around somewhere. It'll start about a dollar seven. I love it. Race nine, number five, uh, Love Me Too. Uh, $2.40 into 6 6 tomorrow um, at T Rapa, and you can get $2.50 there. So that'll be a nice little parlay play. Uh, Mick, uh, great to chat. We'll uh, get an update and see how the series is progressing this time next week. Look forward to it, Michael. Mick Gearing joining us there.